You're listening to the Diet Rebel Podcast with Kiki Smith. If you're a woman who hates the idea of having to choose between loving your body and changing it, then you are a Diet Rebel and this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything from loving your body exactly as it is now to becoming the most fit, lean, and toned you've ever been, no matter how old you are how many tiny humans you've birthed, or how many times you've lost and regained the same 15 or 50 pounds. Seriously, you don't wanna miss it. So grab a snack, preferably protein-based, and sit back and enjoy this episode. Hey guys, it's Kiki from Eat More to Weigh Less, and today we are interviewing Julia Christina. She is a therapist that I actually met on Periscope and fell in love with her message. Now she doesn't exactly talk about this message all the time, but just so many of the things that she's talking about a lot of times it has to do with relationships and different things that we touch on. But being as most of the experts that we have interviewed to date has said that there was clearly a mind body connection. I thought, why not bring on someone who deals with the mind? So Julia, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Yes. Thanks, Kiki. I am, my name is Julia Christina, Christina with a K, I always say, and I am a therapist. And I work out of uh, Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. And I also do Skype sessions for people as well. I am a therapist and I'm a life coach, um, depending on what people are wanting. And I really specialize in working with men and women to help them get clear on who they are and what they want. I help them deal with the big things or the small things that are holding them back from feeling the way they want to feel and living how they want to live. And I also help men and women realize and connect with what I call their enoughness. This idea that who we are and what we are right now in this moment is enough. And so a lot of times people struggle with perfectionism and thinking that they need to be something in order to realize or feel like they're enough. And so I work a lot with that uh, to help people again, yeah, just realize and connect with their enoughness right here, right now. Right. Oh my gosh, I love that. So see, already you guys are probably saying why I love her. Because that is a big part of my message, you know, and it's kind of shocking to people because often, obviously, if you eat more to weigh less, then you're thinking that it's all about the weight. But a big part of the journey that we end up discussing is the fact that, you know, like, you still have to, to love yourself, you know, where you are on the way to where you're going. So even within change, there's that understanding that like, you're still good enough right now. Yes. So I know, and um, we've talked before, and you mentioned that you often end up talking, um, touching on diet and health and body image in your sessions, even when that's not what the clients are actually even coming to you for. So how does that, how do you feel like those issues still tie into the bigger issues of why people are coming to you in the first place? Great question. Yeah, and it ends up coming up because a lot of the clients that I see are people that are coming in to deal with things like self-doubt, to deal with things like self-esteem, to deal with just sort of knowing and accepting who they are, and they're having a hard time with that. And if we look at the whole person being mind, body, spirit, or the biological, the psychological, the social, so how we fit into our bigger social context, and the spiritual, 
then the, the body plays a part in that. And our physical health and how we perceive ourselves physically fits in to how we feel about ourselves as a whole person. So we can't, we can't take out that physical part of it if we're going to look at the whole person. Just like we can't take out the social part, we can't take out the psychological part, we can't take out the spiritual part. These are what make us who we are in full completion. So that is a big thing. And I mean, I want to say typically more for women, although I know there are a lot of men who struggle with it as well. But I think oftentimes women's physical appearance has a lot more to do with how they feel about themselves just in general. So that comes up a lot when I'm working with women, especially in some men as well. So I don't want to discount men in this one. Um, but comes up this, this, these issues and these sort of, um, I call it self-hatred or body hatred. And so we talk a lot about body hatred and what that looks like. And for women, yeah, we, a lot of our sense of self-worth is tied up in how we look and what size we are or how beautiful we are or how attractive we are. And so that inevitably comes up and working on that and working through that um, as we sort of deal with the psychological aspect as well. Right. And that's why, and I love that you said it because like I said, there was, there's been a common theme. Like we're, I've been talking to people in all different areas of really mostly the fitness industry before even, you know, right now talking to you and the one underlying theme with all of them is the fact that, you know, the, the more you do this, the more experience you get in this industry, you really start to see that you can't separate, you know, the, the physiology and the biology from the psychology. And it's, we try to compartmentalize these things, you know, like I, this part will, you know, if I look better, then I'll feel better about myself and not realizing that often this part has to come first. And that's one of the things that so many of these fitness professionals have said is that, until their clients or themselves, because some of the people are like um, former competitive bodybuilders and things like that, and they're all saying until they got to a place mentally where things came together, whether it was through therapy or whatever, then a lot of the physical things couldn't come together. Or even if the physical came, that didn't automatically equate to feeling better mentally, which sometimes I think that's what a lot of people do is they just you know, they just try to separate them and they think I can like hate my body into mm -hmm. what it needs to be. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's punishment when we're trying to, you know what I mean? Go through yes. exercises or diets and stuff like that. So do you think like, you think that social media has any negative implications on, on your work? I know it does online. So, but yeah. Like, and I think for sure, I mean, that's another huge one. And just the, the role that these images that people are putting out there um, and sort of, I don't know. I mean, I heard this say before, like people are putting out their highlight reels. They're not putting out the whole story. They're not putting out the whole thing and things are retouched and things are done with, you know, a professional camera with perfect lighting and perfect angles and all this stuff. So it makes us think, well, that's normal. And when we see enough of this stuff, especially I think on Instagram is a huge one with people, you know, showing these beautiful images of themselves. I think Facebook used to be more of that, but it's kind of not, not as much of the stage for that anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely on social media, people 
thinking that they need to look a certain way in order to be accepted. And it's, uh, you touched on something there too, Kiki, um, and just like talking about how we feel like we need to look a certain way before we're going to allow ourselves be happy and satisfied and feel good. And I call that the when then phenomenon. So when I am more fit, when I've lost weight, when I look the way I think I should look, then I will be happy, then I will be satisfied, then I will accept myself. And it sounds a little bit um, contradictory to say this, but it doesn't happen. That whole idea that when I am something that I else, when I'm something that I'm not, then I'll be happy, then I'll feel good. And in not saying that it's not good to have goals, it's not good, it is good. It's good to have goals. It's good to have things that we're working towards. As human beings, we actually need that. We need to have things like small goals, things that we can get that sense of accomplishment. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode and make sure you keep in touch. So whether that's through DMs or email, I would love to know what you felt about this episode or if you have topics that you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can DM me on Facebook at EM2WL or over on Instagram at eatmore number two way less or via email at info at eatmoretowayless.com. If you're completely new to the Eat More to Way Less process, you can also grab our quick start guide at eatmoretowayless.com slash start. See you next time.